Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking, and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome back to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the most popular topic in the event planning world, pricing. How should I price myself? How should I price my services? How should I price my packages? It seems like that is the number one challenge that so many event planners and event designers are facing. And I have seen in so many event planning Facebook groups that people decide on how much they charge based on these few scenarios. Number one, they post inside a Facebook group and showcase their work or they give a description of what they will be doing for a potential client. And they say, how much do you think I should charge? How much do you think this is worth? How much do you think the client should pay? So they are getting opinions from other event planners inside the Facebook group to see what other people are charging right? So what exactly is wrong with this method? First and foremost, when you are located in different countries, the pricing structure is different. <laughs> when you're located in different parts of the, of the country, right? In the States, the pricing model is different as well. Now, because why, why is it different? Why, why does the pricing fluctuate? Well, because first and foremost, there's a standard of living. There's the economic structure that is um, what the cost of running your business also is different based on where you live. So when it comes to pricing, it's not, it's not just what other people are charging. It has a lot of factors that you need to take into consideration, such as how much does it actually cost to operate your business? you know, which is your operational cost, which consists your fixed cost and your variable cost, and also your branding. How are you being perceived by your potential client? So how are you appearing online? How are you appearing in person? Your, your, um, your branding messages, your images, people already have a con preconceived value of how much they want to pay for your services. So and then I see also another scenario how event planners are pricing themselves. They look at their competitors, okay, in the in in the market in their area. They look with, they they look at their website, and then they see how much they charge. And I would say more than fifty percent of the event planners out there do some form of a package. So they will have a package, a deal. I don't know, they call it the platinum package, the diamond package, the silver package. So, and then they put down all the services under each package and then they put a price. So for you, especially if you're new in the industry, 
you are thinking, okay, so this person has been in business for X amount of years and they're charging it at uh, $2,000, $2,500, $5,000, okay? And you're thinking that you're new in the market. You feel that you have to charge at least the same, if not even lower, and probably have to offer more services in order to win the business because you are thinking that if this person has been in business for so long, and they're charging at this price, and I'm a newbie, how am I going to compete with this veteran who has been doing business in my city? So you decide that, okay, maybe if I price myself lower and I offer more services, you are going to get more business, correct? So I know some of you who are listening to this, you're either nodding your head or you're telling me, May, stop calling me out. Well, (laughs) remember, I said that my podcast is not going to be, is, there's no sugar coating. I will, I will say the truth. I will, I will share with you what I'm seeing in the market. And that's how you're going to learn, right? So we, we learn from the environment and then we see how should we be conducting our business. So, correct? So you put, in the, you, put on the, uh, you put in the event planning group and you ask, hey, how much do you think I should be charging? How much do you think this, this setup costs? right? And you ask for people's opinion. And the, or number two, you go to a website and then you decide to look at other people's website packages and then you decide to price the same or lower and you charge more. So what exactly or how exactly should you be pricing yourself? And I'm not saying that whatever I'm teaching is the only way or my way or the highway, but this is what I have been doing and it has served me well. So first and foremost, right? There are a few factors you have to consider. And I think the number one factor when it comes to pricing is not just knowing about the operational cost, but there is a combination or a fine line after you know how much it actually cost to run the business and then you price yourself, you also have to overcome the limiting belief of how much you think your service, your services are worth, right? Remember I was saying that if you think that you are a newcomer, you are a newcomer, you may not be as experienced as the people in the field. And even though after you calculated all your all your cost of operation and you found that you need to charge a hundred dollars an hour, and you don't feel that you are worth that $100 an hour and you undercharge yourself. So I want you to pay attention to that, all right? So let's go back to basics. Let's go back to how exactly should you be charging yourself first, right? I don't want to waste your time getting you listening to this podcast and walk away not knowing how to charge yourself. So let's look at what exactly it costs to run a business. What it costs to run a business are your operational costs. And your operational costs is divided into two categories. One is your fixed costs, and then the other one is your variable costs. Okay? So what exactly is in a, 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 a fixed cost? A fixed cost are costs that you have to incur in running your business, regardless whether you have any clients or not. Okay? These are the costs that you have to incur in order to get the business running. Number one, your website hosting, okay? So if you use Wix, Wix charges you every month in order to host your website. You also have to pay for your domain name. So the cost of your domain name, your website hosting costs, 
and if you have a work email, that is money as well. So those are your fixed costs. And normally I calculate it based on monthly. So I take the, the yearly cost divided by 12. So that's one of my fixed costs. And then you register your company, right? So you're a legit company, you register your company with the state. So every year you have to renew your registration. So you take that cost divided by 12. That is also your fixed cost. So you, in order to, to run your business, uh, legitimately, you need to register your company. Certain city will require a business license. So you also need to apply for a business license. So you take that cost, you divide by 12. And then you have your phone bill, right? You need your phone in order to do business. So your phone bill, you take that your monthly cost divide by 12. If you have a family plan, then you need to divide by the number of people on the family plan. If your phone bill is $400 a month and you have four family members, then you just take $100 for your for your estimation, okay? Again, I want to say that I am not an accountant, so I'm also not a tax attorney and I go over all my numbers with my accountant and my tax attorney. So this is something that you probably will also want to go through that with your accountant as well. But now we're just doing a calculation of your estimated um, hourly rate, okay? So I want to go through this exercise with you. So then what are the other costs that you have to incur? So if you're using a software to generate your proposal, your contract, and also your invoice like HoneyBook, right? By the way, I am an affiliate of HoneyBook because I am an educator and I am a business coach. I get 50 percent five zero discount for anyone who use my affiliate link for the first year. So if you have not created any account with HoneyBook before, you can use my affiliate link and you get 50% off for the first year, five zero. Other affiliates get 20, I get 50. So, so if you want to get an affiliate link from um, me for HoneyBook, you can look at the show notes on the podcast and just get in contact with me. It's may, M-A-Y, at E-V-E-N-T-S, events, number four, anyone.com, may at events for anyone.com. That's my email. So you can send me an email over there or find me on Facebook, may your silvers, send me a DM and I'll be happy to send over the affiliate link for you. So if you use a software or platform like HoneyBook to generate your proposal, your contract, send out your invoice, then you, <coughs> sorry, then you incur the cost, right? So that's on average is $40 a month. So if you use my affiliate link, it's $20 a month for first year. So it's $40 a month. So that's also a fixed cost for you because you need that in order to run your business. And if you, um, what else? So if you have a storage unit, for whatever reason you have inventory, then you need to include that too. If you have an office, then you need to include that too, which you shouldn't have an office, especially when you're first starting your business, okay? But for whatever reason, if you do, you need to include that. So those are, those are your fixed costs. And I always want to also include a salary. I'm putting air quotes, okay? A salary. And I will put my minimum salary uh, as $1,000, Okay, $1,000, enough for me to basically pay all my bills of running the business. So why do I want to do that? Because I am calculating my hourly rate 
assuming that I am already running a business. Okay, this is the assumption. And your hourly rate will also change as your business change. So this is your your primary exercise and you need to you need to relook into your hourly rate every 3 months to see if anything has changed and you need to update that um operational cost and then you will need to adjust your hourly rate. So basically your your fixed cost includes like your phone bill and if you have a storage space and office you need to include that as well. So by the way all these are monthly costs. If you're you if you're being charged for a whole year, then you just divide by 12, okay? If you use Zoom to um to conduct meetings, you want to include the Zoom cost as well. So if you use a email campaign software like Active Campaign, ConvertKit, and you're using the paid version, you want or Flowdesk, you want to include that as well. If you have Canva and you pay for the pro version, you want to include that as well. Okay, all these are the fixed costs of your business. So you will incur all these costs regardless whether you have a client or not. This is what is essential for you to go run a business. So cost again a summary like your phone like your phone bills your utility your uh, storage your storage fee your office if you have an office uh rental and if you pay utilities in your office you need to include that as well uh your business license your llc license you also want to have to include your um website hosting platform your domain name and a dedicated email for your work uh honeybook or your email campaigns canva zoom and also your salary minimum at $1000 for calculation purposes so let's just assume that your fixed cost come out to $1500 okay then you also have your variable costs your variable costs are are fluct they fluctuate based on the amount of business that you do what exactly are variable costs like your gas okay your gas so if you are using um your car a lot because you are running your business full time Okay, so you probably put three hundred dollars in your tank or two hundred dollars in your tank a month. So if you visit more clients or you have a lot more events and you do more driving, then of course that fluctuates too. Correct? If not, if if it's a month that you're on vacation for two whole weeks and you are not doing a lot of client visits or events then of course that cost goes down so that's why it's called a variable cost so at this time we're going to just calculate on average of $200 a month and then your entertainment entertainment with clients the more you entertain your clients that means the more you go visit them the more you take them out for lunch or for breakfast you buy them cookies you buy them pastries so the more you visit them the more you will incur right so there's also a variable cost so i would say on average because i'm a full time ceo so i entertain a lot so it comes out to on average like $500 a month and then gifts i also spend money on gifts for my um clients if they give me business i always send them a thank you gift or if it's their birthdays anniversaries i'll send a thank you gift so on average i spend about $200 a month So all in all there's like 900 you know let's just call it $1000 all right so $1000 of variable cost $1500 of um of fixed cost so that's $2500 okay $2500 so um 
people are asking about what about my car? Can I write off my car? Can I write off the payment of my car, the installment of my car? So IRS will always take, in terms of the expense of the car, they will always take the one that you can deduct the most. So for instance, right, regardless which method you use, you have to lock your mileage, okay, that you use for your business. You have to lock your mileage. So I think IRS is compensating 50 cent or 55 cent per mile. So if let's say in a year, okay, in a year or in a month, you, you drive a thousand miles and it's 50 cent, that is, let me do it, that's $500, okay? So if we take, let me just do a quick calculation. So if we have a uh, thousand miles times by 50 cent, that's $500 a month. So we put it under the variable cost, right? Which is, um, you know, our guess. So if you have that month, you also, for instance, spent uh, a lot of money on maintaining your car. Like your, your um, you know, you have depreciation. You also have, you also have um, car maintenance and you pay for insurance, things like that. And if it all comes up, to be less than $500 a month for that month, IRS will, will always pick the highest, okay? Will always pick the highest deduction. So in terms of tax filing, they don't look at your monthly expense. They look at the whole year. So if let's say, if let's say the whole year, the cost of maintaining your car, okay? The cost of maintaining your car, uh, and if it is a lease, it is my belief that if you lease that car, you can actually put down the lease payment, okay? The lease payment. So you take down the, you put down the lease payment and you times by 12. And if let's say your lease is $500 a month and is 12 months is $6,000. But if you're, you're driving that much, okay? You're, you're driving that much and every month you spend like $600 on your gas, or because of your mileage and you times by 12, that's $7,200. So IRS will let you write off the higher expense, okay? The higher expense. But for the sake of calculation at this time, for the sake of calculation at this time, we are just calculating for our gas and, um, and we're not calculating our car installment, okay? So now we said that for the scenario, our fixed cost is fifteen hundred and our variable cost is five hundred. Then we have to look at how much time we can actually use to plan events. So if you are a full time CEO, let's say you work forty hours a week, right? In a month, it is hundred and sixty hours, and on average, you should be spending at least seventy percent of that seventy to eighty percent of the hundred and sixty hours on sales generating activities. That means going to see your clients, talking to potential clients, working, basically getting sales in, okay? The rest of the time should be used on client fulfillment. That means the planning itself. But I know for, especially for those of you who are just starting, you, you will basically take a lot more time trying to plan an event because you're still trying to learn the ropes, finding, getting codes, finding vendors are taking a lot more time than it should. So just to be fair, I'm going to call it 50-50. So you are spending 80 hours on doing sales generating activities or running your business and the other 80 hours you are 100% spending on client fulfillment, which is planning the events, 
and also um, executing the event. Okay, so we put 80 hours. So now what you do is you are going to take the cost of 2,500, right? 1,500 for your fixed cost, $1,000 for your variable cost. And you divide that by 80 hours because that's the number of hours you're going to be used to spend to plan events. So your break even rate, okay? That means the minimum that you need to charge is $31.25. So every time you get a lead, you need to at least charge $31.25 based on the scenario that I just went over with you, the cost of operating your business, okay? $31.25. So, but we are not in a business to break even, right? We're in a business to make money. So what do we do? How do we calculate our hourly rate? So what we just calculated is the break even rate, the minimum that you must charge in order to keep your business afloat. Okay, so if you have a job and um, at, let's say planning a baby shower, okay, so the baby shower is going to take you all in all 10 hours to plan. So we're going to say five hours on the day of on the day of the event. So you, you, you happen to be a decorator as well. So you set up, you tear down. So let's just say, let's just give it four hours over there. Okay, and then you have six hours for planning. That means calling all your vendors, getting all your codes, putting the proposal together, right? making everything nice and then doing the whole planning process. So give it six hours. So in total is 10 hours. So if you think that your break-even rate, so we calculated our break-even rate is $31.25, 31.25 times by 10 hours, you need to charge minimum $312.50 for your fee, okay? Minimum. That's how much you need to charge for your fee. So if the client gives you a budget of, of $1,000 to plan a baby shower, you need to immediately already take out $312.50. That is your fee. That means you have $687.50 left to use to buy supplies, to make de decoration items or to rent items from vendors. Okay? So that means... If you don't think that this is going to be enough money, you will have to tell your client and say that, hey, based on your budget, you know, uh, after deducting my fee, you only have $687 left. So that's not going to be enough to fit this X number of people and to create the theme that you want. So we may have to up the budget a little bit more. Okay, that's how you should be charging. So that is your break-even rate. But we are not here to break even. We're here to make money. So now how do we make money? How are we going to calculate our hourly rate? So assuming because you are a full-time CEO, you want a full-time pay, right? Profit inside your pocket. So let's just assume that every month you want to keep $5,000 in your pocket, okay? $5,000, all right? So now you know that your fixed cost and your variable cost is in total $2,500. So you need to add $5,000 more to $2,500. That means you need to bring in $7,500 dollars of sales okay of your fee seven thousand five hundreds of your fee every month and you divide by 80 hours your hourly rate is 93 dollars and 75 cent okay that's how you will be able to make that five thousand dollars in your pocket working no more than 80 hours all right. If you work more than 80 hours, your hourly rate will depreciate. Okay. Your hourly rate will depreciate. And we never want to depreciate our hourly rate. So we want to hold integrity. So if 
you were saying that, oh, if you, if you have a potential client and their budget does not allow them to pay you $93.75, but they are able to pay you $75 an hour, do, does that mean that you turn down the lead? No, you, will, you can still take the lead because you know that you will still make money, right? Because it's more than $31.50, which is your break-even rate, right? $31.50, which is break-even rate, even though it's less than your hourly rate. So how do you, how can you hold integrity to your hourly rate of $93.75 if they are paying you $75? You try to work less hours. You try to work less hours, okay? So instead of working 10 hours, you try to aim eight hours. You try to aim it at eight hours so you work more efficiently. So that now, so that now you will be able to bring up your hourly rate internally. Okay, I know you probably have to listen to this podcast a few times to get the pricing correct. This is something that I teach in depth inside our mentorship program. I probably will do a just an independent class on pricing. If this is what you want, just drop me an email. I probably will organize a masterclass just to focus on pricing and you can walk away with a template and we will go through the whole calculation again so you understand how to go about doing that. This is how you should be pricing yourself, okay? So now we know that our hourly rate, right? Now we know that our hourly rate is $93.75 and you know that you need 10 hours to plan. So when the client comes to you, right, for a budget of $1,000 and you know that out of that $1,000, $937.50 is your fee. So there's no way, there's no way their budget is going to work for you. Okay, there's no way. So this is when you have to go back to your potential client and say that you don't have to tell them how much is your hourly rate. You just have to tell them that, well, my fee is going to cost about $1,000 just to plan this event. So, so perhaps I'm, I'm not the right fit for you. Or would you like to increase your budget? So, so that's how you calculate your, your fees, okay? You don't work backwards. You don't, you don't take what the client's budget for you is. If let's say they give you $1,000 and after you calculate the, how much the cost of running the event, such as the supplies, the food and beverage, the rental for the event space, the rental of decor and props, the treats table, the whole nine yards, all right? So after you calculated that and then you say that, oh, all this is going to cost me $700, Okay, the client gave me a budget of $1,000. Okay, $700 will be used to pay for all those things. Oh, there's $300 left. That means, oh, I can do this event. No, okay, no. Yes, you still make money, okay, because it's, that's $300 is $300. But if you're going to work 10 hours on that event, $300, you work 10 hours on that event, that means your hourly rate is $30. And that is below your break-even rate. And this is the reason why so many event planners, they feel that I have done so many events, how come I'm not making money? How come it becomes as an expensive hobby? Because they don't know how to calculate their hourly rate. That's the reason why I said that you should not spend too much time on decorating, being on-site, if you hire people, vendors who are able to set up everything for you, basically you only have to be there one hour before the event, okay? So that you make sure that all the vendors show up or even 90 minutes before the event and all the vendors show up, they set up, they do whatever they're supposed to do. You show up like the boss, 
All right, you make sure that everybody do what they do. You meet the client, you greet the client, make sure the client is happy, and then you leave. So there's 90 minutes there. And then you have 90 minutes for you to plan. So you have to really be so efficient in your planning. You need to have your vendors and your venue list all intact so that you know exactly which vendor to call because you already have found about their pricing. You already, you call them, you look at the list that you have put together, you call each of the vendors that you need, you already know the pricing very fast. You'll be able to put together a proposal, the contract, and away you go. So there are so many factors you have to consider. Okay, when you're doing your pricing, but at the end of the day, your marketing, your branding, the images you're sharing to the public, they will be perceiving how much you cost, how much they want to pay you. So make sure that you show up in a fashion that is aligned with the price that you want to charge. Okay, if you want to charge $5,000 for a baby shower, the work that you have produced in the past or will be producing better look like a $5,000 event, okay? If the lighting is bad and the linen is crinkled, they're not even, or basically it doesn't look like it's a $5,000 event, then people wouldn't pay you for your fees. So these are the things you need to take into consideration, okay? So I hope this podcast has been helpful and please share this podcast with any other event planners who are struggling to do pricing. Once again, if this is something that you think that you're interested in learning a masterclass, drop me an email, okay? Share it with your friends and who are event planners and want to learn pricing, drop me an email and then I will consider doing a masterclass and we're going to do like 90 minutes of 100% how to do pricing. All right. So thank you so much for listening in. Drop me a comment, send me a review. All right. Because my year, my plan is to be the number one podcast for event planners in the next five years and I need your help. <laughs> so send me a review, give me um you know, rate, rate our podcast, share it with people that you think they will need to listen to this. I will, I will so appreciate you helping me along in this journey. Thank you, everybody. I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.